Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Copy podcast. My name is Ren. And my name is Emily, and on this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. And also, welcome back to another episode of We've Already Recorded This Episode and Then Something <laughs> New Happened. <laughs> so, our original intro was talking about the drama with Netflix. Yes. Which I'm sure if you've been on the internet at any point in the last two, three weeks, you know exactly what we're talking about. To give yes. a really, really quick summary, basically, people wanted what was dubbed the Byla script. Iconic. And, yeah, I mean, it was trending everywhere across the world. What a time to be alive. <laughs> it, it, it took many, many days to be released. There were setbacks. The person in charge of Aflix was tweeting from their account pictures being like oh what does this scene mean etc 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 and essentially what happened was there was then a tweet from stranger writers saying do not pay for scripts yeah. anything is fake. fake anything online is fake don't believe it it's this yeah. it's that because essentially people were donating to a site which isn't inherently a bad thing websites cost a lot of money to run they do people can donate to websites people donate to wikipedia and ao3 and all those kind of things at the same time there was just a weird sort of thing where you would get in return a script yes. so essentially it seemed like the bile script was fake but literally in the last <laughs> 24 hours there has possibly been a development. I don't mm-hmm. know how much to believe this because this was posted on Netflix's Tumblr, which essentially said they've been in conversation with Netflix and Netflix essentially just didn't approve of the idea that it seemed like you were paying for scripts. Which yeah. it did seem like you were paying for scripts because there was no reason why the scripts couldn't just be put on the website. And also it was a lot of money for scripts. Like, a lot of money. I think people, someone ended up donating about, was it, like, thousands? Yeah. I want to uh-huh. say $3,000 or something. It was extortionate. So if you're donating to a website, don't donate that much. The, the, the thing with this is it's tricky because, obviously, we would we believe Stranger Writers. They, they're saying, you know, it's fake because they are official Stranger Things account. They are, like associated with netflix like you know we know that this is from the writer's room we know that they are the people kind of behind it so what you know obviously we're gonna we're gonna believe that but then what's apparently happened is that these scripts are an earlier draft which which is interesting yeah which had kind of been hinted to on the internet before where people saying the metadata goes back to 20 april 2020 Mm -hmm. which in itself though I'm going to put it out there. I don't know the whole situation. No. But we were in lockdown, right? Filming started around February-ish time. It did. It It was meant to, but then then it shut down. Yeah, like two weeks in. (laughs) Yeah. So, and the writers, though, they were writing the scripts, but they're writing in order, right? They're not going to go, here's episode one, let's write a bit of episode eight or, yeah, episode eight. Yeah. They're not going to skip ahead that much. Would the script realistically be done by april hmm maybe because of being in lockdown but you know what that means though it means that someone on the writer's team has leaked that out oh it does yeah yeah this is what i mean so how realistically could that 
you know what? It's for, if these conversations happen, it's for Netflix and Eightflix. It to deal they need with to sort themselves. it out. But yeah, genuinely, I am. I am intrigued by it because if they are genuinely having this conversation and it is an earlier version of the script, I have many a question as to why things were changed. But what we will do is we will get onto that if, like, as the drama unfolds more and we learn more information we can maybe we we say this in the original recording that we did of this discussing the scripts um if you guys like us discussing the script which by the way all the content from the original recording is going to be in this episode so if anything doesn't make sense just trust us (laughs) we're gonna merge we're gonna merge things so it's fine so if you guys do like us reading the scripts, then we'll keep doing it. Um, and we will also be the unofficial reporters of the Netflix and the Eightflix drama. We are now the Eightflix podcast account. We are. Eightflix do you copy. But this episode is us talking about the two scripts that Netflix have put out in the original recording that we did. And also, since then, because this always happens, they have released a third script so we're going to talk about that quickly as well because there'll be big chunks of our original episode that will be cut out so here we go (laughs) but before we somehow get into all of that there are many places you can find us talk about things that aren't the scripts but are actual canon content that isn't under legal conversation with netflix and those places are apple podcast google podcast stitcher spotify amazon music and audible.com at hawkins do you copy and then instagram facebook and twitter at hawkins podcast and youtube and tumblr at hawkins do you copy and then at some point hawkins do you copy.com i did that all in one breath and i still haven't taken one okay so let's talk first of all about the first script we got which is eddie and steve in the woods so for context, this was the scene in the Upside Down when they're walking through and Steve and Eddie are kind of having like a mini heart to heart about how, oh, Dustin really looks up to you. And it's it's that kind of scene. Yes. Which was it was cool to sort of see them together because we hadn't had that like sort of that one on one with them where actually no. they'd been working quite closely with being in the upside down and kind of Eddie did go in after Steve, you know, even after, you know, he kind of went in after the girls because he says that, he says he doesn't want to sort of be left. But it was nice to sort of see these two people have that interaction, especially because both of them mean a lot to Dustin. Like it's kind of two sides of Dustin's world really kind of colliding and like it's it was, it was, it was quite nice to see, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It was... <laughs> Nice to have the friend triangle resolved, I guess. <laughs> in fairness, the scene doesn't really give you a lot. And maybe I'm going to be a bit it controversial doesn't. in when saying I don't really know what people wanted to read from the scene. Because for me, seeing it in the show, it, it was kind of like a, I knew what I was getting from it. Yeah. Personally. Um, but as I said, it was a nice scene to see. I think... I don't know. That's all I'm going to say on my opinions on that, I think. I think the thing that I like about it is I think that it's sort of putting it down like you see how Steve reacted to 
hearing that Dustin thinks he's cool as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, we see that in the show, like, we see that in the scene, but having the, like, descriptions of what Steve is feeling and what he's, like, how he's supposed to be acting is really nice. But then also, I think, like, at the start of, you know, in the Hellfire Club, we see Eddie has absolutely made a judgment on... yeah everyone in the school mm-hmm. you know every different group of people in the school yeah some judgments probably unfounded others you know like jason jason's a bit of an idiot i you know i get it and like i get how people then have treated eddie because of being in the hellfire club and like how he dresses and everything but i think this scene is actually kind of a, an interesting one because you have the descriptions of like the upside down surrounding them. So the booms that are happening, like the lightning, the kind of the, the floors shaking and it looks awful. But you actually see like Steve's genuine reactions to, oh, okay, Dustin does actually think I'm quite like cool, you know, and, and you know, he doesn't think that himself, but it's nice that Dustin thinks that. And then you see that Eddie is sort of changing his judgment a little yeah. bit as well. And he's kind of putting his hands up and being like, I have obviously made snap judgments on things and I didn't want to believe that. Like, why would I Why would I believe that? And I think, like, it, it's sort of a scene, it's like a, it's like a calm scene surrounded by chaos. Like, because everything's going on. But it was quite nice to see these two people that are from, like, completely different worlds kind of have have that like it's not the scene I voted for I wanted the Jonathan and Will scene but it, it you know to see sort of how they react and stuff like I think that that's um that's quite nice and like where it says like Steve tries to hide the fact that this means a lot to him yeah I don't know I think it, you know it's, it's a nice little moment and it's nice to see what their reactions are supposed to be and then how they kind of brought that across these are were they from different worlds like really and I know it's based on snap judgments but I don't know, like, you said there that Eddie had kind of made a judgment on everyone within that school already. Yeah. And, I mean, in turn, he hasn't made himself like that. And I would like to clarify that I am saying this as someone that absolutely, when I see them, is like, no, 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 no. So, in fact, <laughs> I, I get why Eddie has done this, but... I, I don't know. I'm sounding like I don't like Eddie as a character. When I do, I do like Eddie. But I just, I don't know. I'm going to stop with that and I'm going to go back to talking. <laughs> we do also get the uh, the mention of uh, Stancy. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve's being flustered. Before a flustered Steve has a chance to respond and then there's like another boom. And I wondered if that was intentional. Almost like a... They mention Steve and Nancy. And it's almost like every time Steve and Nancy get a chance, something comes in and stops them. Yeah. And this is like a another version of that. In fairness, actually, a lot of this scene is to do with Stancy. Like even that little monologue bit there that Eddie says. Yeah. Um, it's about like the truth is I come in here because, and then points to Nancy and Robin. And then it goes into a thing about how Nancy and Robin have done this and that and that and that. So much of that is about Nancy, but I I will go back to what I said. I can't remember if I said it in an episode summary or in some other way. I do think a lot of it is because people were telling them 
unless we get a, a script where Nancy is just like heart eyes over Steve. You know what I mean? I, I it feels like like the fake script was like Jonathan who? I, I do I do think it is a thing that in season five it will maybe resolve in a thing of maybe there's, you know, something there, but it's more because it was unfinished that we saw the way we wrapped it up. Yeah. I agree. The uh, other scene that we got is the van scene. Yeah, this is this is the infamous scene. I'm glad that we get the hold of the scene in this one. So we get a bit of Argyle as well. And as a whole, this scene... It kind of like the other one doesn't tell me... doesn't tell us much that we don't already know. And I think this is an issue sometimes when you read the scripts. That they're great and they're a fun read... Especially when there's a lot of changes into that. For example, that scene at the end of season two, episode nine at the snowball, things have clearly changed throughout that. And you can kind of see that peppered in a little bit in season three and I guess in season four as well, actually. Actually, you can very clearly see that in season four with how the Jonathan and Will scene goes later. Yeah. But I don't know. When you're reading a script, though, you're essentially missing everything so for example i went and bought the script of ocean at the end of the lane um when i was up in london the other day and there's so much within that that obviously has not translated across to the script at all there's so much that's missing that you're missing all this concept within it because that's literally it is a script isn't meant to be read and i think that's the main thing and sometimes when you're analyzing bits from scripts you can't really do that because the end product is always going to be what you actually see with it. And because that's the yeah. point that the scripts change. And there's moments in this as well where lines have been taken out either because they either said too much or they didn't say enough or didn't say things in the right way. So scripts are great, but, and that is going to be my overall analysis on both the scripts actually. Um, I say that as it just gone. Yeah. Yes, this is my proof for why what's going to happen with Stancy in season five. But you, you know what I mean. That, that's just a general PSA, I guess. Yeah, which is the buzzword on the script. But I do like that we saw, like you said, the Argo bit, and I like that we saw um, like more of Jonathan as well, and kind of you see it flick between Jonathan's kind of thought thoughts. I would say mm-hmm. that in like quotation marks because you don't actually go into his brain but you can see what he's thinking when will is speaking like you get those little lines and i'm glad that they included that in the script actually because when you're reading it through it you do kind of you feel that as well Mm -hmm. like i think those mentions of jonathan add to the script in my opinion the fact that they actually put that in the script originally shows that there, there's more of a point being made as to the fact that Jonathan is aware of what Will is saying. Which is interesting when you get to the end of this, but we'll get there in a second. So straight off the bat, you've got Argyle essentially doing the whole Domino's spiel. We then move to Will and Mike. The mood is a little more sombre um, back here. Which, I, I mean, yeah, it was. But at the same time, I think... Actually, in the show, Will wasn't exactly in a somber mood. Will was ready to use Elle's powers to go off to Vegas and just, like, make themselves rich. Yeah, I couldn't figure out if that was, like, an actual joke or not. 
Like, I know that sounds, like, yeah. silly, but, like, even in the script, I'm like, is he, like, genuinely being serious? Like, if they hadn't found Elle the way that they found her, would he have genuinely been like, let's go to Vegas? I mean, Will Byers has a plan, and that plan is to exploit his sister to make money. He knows what he wants, and that is millions, and I understand, so... <laughs> but no, yeah, I think it is probably meant to be kind of cracking a joke, and might kind yeah. of isn't really taking the bait. I, I think that's probably what it's meant to be. But I, I would argue in the show that it doesn't come across quite like that. Well, no, it does, but it, it, no. it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't, across, it doesn't, yeah. I think. Yeah. And this is where really the changes start to happen a little bit more from here. Yeah, I I find it quite interesting because I feel like... And we do get this in the scene as well, but I think it does come across and it does show in the script that Will has absolutely no intention to act upon his feelings or tell them. And he doesn't... Like, he does feel bad about it, obviously. It is heartbreaking. It would feel awful. Like, obviously, he is hurting. I get that. But you see in the show and you see in the script and I think that they were able to bring it across really well. Noah did a brilliant job. Noah actually, I think, went above and beyond bringing this across in that for Will, all that matters is that his best friend and his sister are okay. Are you saying he's not a homewrecker? (laughs) I don't understand why this... I don't understand why that is a thing that, like... It's okay, like, he he can have a crush um, and not do anything about it. Like, that is actually, like, an okay thing. Like, he didn't wake up one morning and was like, I know it would be really fun um, to have a crush on my best friend who um, is going out with my now sister. Like, I don't think he's doing it for the, for the fun that that's bringing into his life. You mean he hasn't plotted? He hasn't plotted this entire thing? He didn't wake up one yeah. morning and think, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cause pain. I'm going to cause pain to I'm everyone gonna, I'm gonna I love. Hurt my, yeah. I think they did a really good job at bringing that kind of protectiveness of Elle across as well. Like his protectiveness of his sister and his protectiveness of his best friend and wanting his best friend to be okay, you know? Like he's always turned to, you know, Mike and has always tried to sort of like reassure him and stuff. And that's exactly what he's trying to do in this. Then had a line from Will that was removed. I think... Personally, I think this was removed because it reveals a bit too much. And I suspect at first, I'm I'm going to assume that this script was one that was made before the Jonathan and Will scene existed. Yeah. The Jonathan and Will scene wasn't, wasn't originally in the show. That was something that after this scene, they then created. And because losing you, it just hurts. It hurts too much. And I feel like they probably thought... This is revealing too much. Let's take this out. Which I will say, to be honest, is a bit annoying. Yeah. Especially knowing that the Jonathan and Will scene wasn't going to exist, which means they were going to string yeah, out the storyline with Will for another season and not go into it. And I just think, <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Because that would mean then that everyone I mean everyone is assuming that season 5 will is going to have a big part 
And if he doesn't, we're all collectively going to be really annoyed because there are fan posters already and everyone has just automatically assumed. I will say we all thought this about season three and we all thought this about season four. And look what happened. The so Duff has apparently said this season, though, that Will plays a part. So they better not oh, be lying. They said it in season four as well, although I'm sure they did. <laughs> anyway, more of that in a second. So say he does get a part in season five, big part, amazing, good. That would mean then they've waited from season two all the way on to season five to give you the yeah. beginning, middle and end of Will Byers' arc. Probably for him to die at the yeah. end. But I'm not thinking about his death. That's not going to happen. But do you know what I mean? That you're kind of throwing all of that in. So yeah, you're going to yeah. have the whole thing of, oh, I've actually been distant. That's because I'm gay. By the way, Vecna, oh no, yeah. let's not kill me. You would have that all in a season. I just think it it feels like you didn't know what to do about your character. Yeah. And I just don't think, I just don't really understand why it was something that needed to be, like, as dragged out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I... I and it's not that I'm here thinking, saying, like, oh, yeah, Will has to have this, like, huge moment where, like, he has to just tell everybody. Because he's figuring stuff out. So, like, he doesn't, you know, sexuality doesn't need to have a label to be valid. But, like, I don't understand why he, why they were not going to include that and why the Jonathan scene was added in later. Like, wh- like we can have these scenes. Like, it, that, why, why are we not originally having these scenes? It could be, to be honest, for him in season four, they actually probably didn't properly realise... Until he saw Mike again, and then it was like, uh, because yeah. there was a lot of you know moments within episode two, etc. We hit the longing, the longing glances, and you, you know whatever. I mean, the, the feelings are probably there. Tender before, emotional but, music. Yeah, but it's kind of been a thing of uh, okay. My issue is that they weren't going to have the Jonathan Will scene, which leaves you as an audience member so like, but where is this going? It creates the same kind exactly. of feeling as that scene in episode three of season three when he destroyed Castle Byers and they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. It has that same mm-hmm. vibe. That, that's more what my issue is with anything. No, I agree. Long story short, uh, they removed that scene and they were just going to have him looking out the window a bit melancholy. So thank you, Noah Schnapp, for absolutely sobbing your heart out because you made that scene wonderful Noah Schnapp had one moment and thought you know what <laughs> gonna do what I want gonna cry because that's what I do best <laughs> then we have the one that they released on literally yesterday from when we were recording this and we were actually in Hawkins as they uh, drop this. So that was fun. And by Hawkins, we mean the Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is the final scene. Emily, just to settle any bad blood that is between us, I did in fact um, vote for the final scene on my other Twitter account. Can I just say, from my point of view, the utter betrayal as I went on to the Stranger Writers tweets. And saw that poll and there was your response from your main Twitter account being something like, uh, besties, give me the... That's not what I said, actually. I actually said, um, I am a dropper stand first. 
Like, or, or like, I'm a dropper stand before I am anything else. And I stand by that. I am a dropper stand before I am anything else. And as someone who appreciates the, the world of improv, and I know that the second kiss was improv Obviously, the first kiss was not improv But how much of that was improv How much was David and Winona? I want to know. Joyce Byers is my favourite. If it was give me the final scene or give me something to do with Will, you voted the brother Will. Don't tell me you wouldn't have, because you would have. Because you would have. Will was in the final scene. <laughs> yeah, but you would have. The content I wanted in the final scene. Okay. <laughs> I, want, I wanted to know how this all connected. And they gave me the wonderful line of those goosebumps are flaring, which is just so weirdly worded. And I hope that they do that in a poll again. I'm going to be really annoyed if they don't, like they've done with the Jonathan and Will scene. They better bring that back as well. Anyway, um, like all the other scripts, this script technically gives us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I quite actually, I quite enjoyed reading this one. Not that I didn't enjoy reading the others, but it was, I feel like it gave us like, it felt like the ending, if that makes sense. Like it was, it was written. Quite... Yeah, I think it's, it's very true to what you see this is this thing i don't yeah it does make me wonder are we actually seeing the scripts or are we kind of seeing mm. a literal written description of what's happening i mean obviously they're not going to put on the camera oh, well actually i've seen that i would like to see all the light not lighting cues because it's it's a film you know I me mean? I, I like to see where it says like camera does this or this does that or sound does this here or sound does that I'd like to see those yeah. things because I feel like sometimes sound tells you a lot more than literally what you're seeing sometimes. We do have, as our reunion continues, our camera dollies over to Will. Yeah, but... See what I mean? We do have that. But yeah, but this is what I mean, though, but it doesn't really tell you much because we see that within the show itself. We do, but I think the use of dollies, I think, is interesting. That's very, like directive isn't it just pans really isn't it there's also there's also the line from joyce in here which isn't in the actual show which is like my conference yeah i i think with that i think they kind of just thought to be honest we don't need it and i I don't think you did need it really i i think the look said enough i think it would have been a bit too rambly i think i don't know it's nice to see it i think what is interesting for me what I've taken from that is the grouping at the end that it doesn't really tell you a yes. lot but it kind of implies that they're gonna be our final focus I agree I thought this I I actually have this in my notes app from when I read this last night I agree with you because the way it works is about like one final fight like we see the other characters witnessing it, but like, and I think obviously Steve and Robin and Dustin, Erica, Lucas, they know that it's spores. Like obviously like Karen knows something's wrong, but Holly's like, it's no. Um, and everyone's like, this is a bit weird, but those obviously are, they're the ones that know that it's from the upside down and things are starting to like leak in and stuff. But the description of, like Elle, which is saying, like, we see her face is now a mask of anger and determination. Cut to an epic shot of Eleven Hobbit. Like, it, it does feel like they are, like, our, our ones. For that, like, one final fight, 
and the United, I think is quite interesting. We have a music thing at the bottom as well, as our music crescendos. Yeah, but it's... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'd like to see like, the sound effects and... Yeah, no, I think that, that would be cool. I would like to see more of them. Unless they weren't entirely decided. But like, for me, I'm just going to make sure they haven't put it in there. No, but like for me, that sound effect, when you had heard the goosebumps on the neck happen, yeah. for me, that tells me kind of a lot more about what's going on. But no, yeah, going yeah. back to that final shot at you. the end, I think, yeah, I, I'm not surprised because I think Dust is a shame because I feel like Lucas still hasn't really done much in the grand mm. scheme of things if that's how we're playing it. I mean, as you said, I'm, we're, they're all going to come back together eventually, of course. But yeah, it makes yeah. sense because Mike's kind of always been our main boy, really. He's been the main boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, been the main girl. Will's been Will. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of, even though he's not the main character, it's kind of things have centred around what's happened to him. So it makes sense that he's in that yes. final shot and Mike's kind of literally in the triangle around them. Yeah. But, so you know what I mean? I think that it makes sense. It's the buyers and the wheelers and... Hopper. Yeah. In that final shot. Mike has also always been the one that's I don't want to say like been the most affected, but he's the one that's kind of we see either with L or with Will. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he's always like season one. He's trying to find Will and then L appears, but his focus is Will, but also L. Season two, his he's with Will, but also still trying to contact L. And then Season three, he's just with Elle the whole time. Um, but, like, he's only ever... Like, it's only ever them, if that makes sense. And obviously he's friends with Lucas and Dustin, but the the sort of connection that he has with Elle and Will yeah. is different. And I, I think say. season four set that up more than anything, really. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, entirely. So I definitely think that's the case. And then I think, obviously, yeah, Nancy and Jonathan and then Joyce and Hopper. And, yeah, so I think... It makes sense that that's, you know, like, Elle grew up in the lab and knew Henry and stuff, but Will has been also affected by Henry specifically in a way that so many of them haven't. So I think that, yeah, it, it, it yeah. makes sense. It really makes Going sense. Going back to those goosebumps are flaring. Um, <laughs> that's a brilliant line. I like Apart that from really, As I said, really weirdly worded. It... I think that whole little section there kind of makes it clear to me that's what we're meant to be focusing on. And I think, I mean, yes. the scene in the show showed that, but I think the fact that it says those goosebumps are flaring in block capitals as well, it kind mm-hmm. of makes us think, okay, this is something that we really need to make sure we get, which is why I wanted to see the sound effects and all of that kind of thing for the script. Because... Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been cool. So... For me, it kind of solidifies a bit more, kind of, as I said, with that final shot, that's where our focus is going to be for the next season. Do you think Noah Schnapp read this script and was like, do I get more lines in season five? (laughs) just cries on the floor, like, finally, (laughs) I'm allowed to act again. (laughs) That's the real reason he was crying in the car. It wasn't because they were filming that scene. It's because he'd found out in season five he's actually going to have more to do. He gets a part. Yeah. (laughs) Will actually has a part next season. He's like... (laughs) As he should. He's actually smiling underneath the hand. They're happy to. (laughs) Everyone around it. Yeah. Um, 
But no, I agree with you. I think that that's a really, the fact, because they could have just said, focuses on the neck, where he touched his neck, there's goosebumps. Yeah. Like, it could have just said that. Like, that's kind of what the, the Steve and Eddie script read like. But the fact that it's like, those goosebumps are flaring. It it almost seems like a little, a thing that to also, it sounds weird to, to shock the cast, but like, can you imagine doing the table read for that? And then seeing that and being like, oh my God, is, it genuinely is, oh my God, is this where my character's going? And like everyone else around being like, oh my God, are this is this what we're going back to? So I think... I mean, watching it, you were like that. You suddenly were like, exactly. oh, this is happening now. And it must be really cool like when you're in something because like obviously they get told bits and I'm sure that he knows parts and stuff because he'll have been told like, you know, for like scheduling and stuff. But I do not believe the, I don't get told things because of spoilers. Oh yeah, no, it's, yeah. But I think that you don't know everything because it's not been written yet. On that note, because obviously when we filmed this, it wouldn't have been done. <laughs> They've gone to a, it looks like kind of a storyboard stage for season five. It, I they don't have. think it's part of a storyboard. But they've got like a, a block with four sections within and eight episodes. Side note, in between, I want to say. I can tell you now what it is that that means nothing. They've said it means nothing. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realise that they yeah. said nothing. I didn't realise they said that. I, yeah, I, I, I already knew because everyone's saying the double lines. About the, the time, time jump. jump. No, they've said, yeah. no, it, it's literally just they've drawn a line twice. Oh, okay. That's what yeah. they want us to think. No. Um, but yeah, it's, um, they have done that, which is very cool. But yeah, they haven't written it yet. So that is probably exciting to read as someone that's in the show and then as exciting as it was for us to then watch, you know? Like, so many people... I mean, I cheered when he touched his neck. I was like, like yes. all I wanted since I saw that promo for Volume 2. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed this one, actually. I think, out of the three that we've gotten so far, I think this is my favourite one. I don't know. I was hoping for this one we were going to get the bit just before... I wanted to have seen the conversation with Mike and Will. Mm. Maybe, maybe, yeah, that might be another one. See the conversation with them and then have the conversation with Elle and Hopper. I think just yeah. that would be quite nice. But then I'm kind of, I mean, I don't know. They're posting the script, so it's not like they're avoiding spoilers. The only reason I can think why they wouldn't post that scene is if there's something within that that's a bit more... That's written. Ugh. Yeah. But then, I don't know. Isn't it a shame that nothing's jumping out at you at this script, so we could have just had the Joppa's first kiss instead? It's not that nothing's jumping out at me. But the, I, I said this Such earlier in the episode. I, I just feel Such like it, it is a thing where scripts aren't really meant to be read. No, they're not. They're not? No, they're not meant and to so be read. And so I think no. it, it makes sense that what you're reading is pretty much what's ending up on the screen, because I'm guessing these are going to be either the final versions or as close to the final versions that are going to exist. Yeah, um, definitely. If they'd have posted ones that had been written on, I'd find that a lot more interesting personally. Um, but yes. that, that, that's what I mean. But I, I'm not going to complain because we're getting official script <laughs> content from a show that kind of is like, no, spoilers, we're not going to post anything for two years. <laughs> so, you yeah. know. But yeah, no, I'll be interested to see what the other voting is 
I would like to see Jonathan and Will's scene. But I'd like to see that, I think, more because it wasn't originally going mm. to happen, so it would have been written yeah. later. I'd like to see how that impacts how it's With that one, I'm interested in what isn't said. Which I think yeah. is what a lot of people 100%. wanted from the, what was dubbed, the van script. Yeah. Which it didn't really give you anything. So it didn't really. Give I, us I wouldn't that. be surprised if the Jonathan and Will scene did the same, but it feels like out of all of them, if, if anything's going to kind of tell you a bit more about what's going on in their minds, it's going to be that it's one. It's that, and that's why I do want to read the um, Mike and Will at the yeah. end scene as well, for the same yeah. reason. I think it will tell us a little bit more, which is why you could be right there where you say that it could be because of spoilers that they won't say because there could be stuff written in like Will's. Or is it Will? Stuff, do you know what I mean? Is it Will at all? Has it been Will really the entire time? Or is it Henry? He's just Henry when he gets into Hawkins. When he gets into Hawkins. Henry isn't having like a crush on Mike Wheeler. I've been like, I was going to say like, I was going to say like, is this? Beckner just like, blushing Henry upside is, down. He, he's just like painting, um, painting artwork for Mike. Because he has a crush on... That is interesting. Can you imagine, though, just Vecna in just, like, Will's head. Like, oh, your details, they're not great. Like, when he's just drawing the mind flow, like, oh, I did that better. I just love the idea. Oh, my God, he definitely did that, mm. didn't he? Like, just a little more. I don't think that was just... Will drawing. That wasn't Will drawing. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. But I now would like to headcanon Henry just in his head the whole time, just judging Will's art skills. <laughs> Do you know when they say, like, yourself is your worst <laughs> critic, Will just doesn't realise that the voice in his head is actually, is actually yeah. Henry. Yeah. Tap being like that, and Mike doesn't look like that. You've done Mike's hair wrong. That's cute, though. Henry would be like, that's my friend, Mike. It's not, <laughs> though, is it? It's a bit a weird. <laughs> oh, my God. This took a turn. This took a turn. But yes, I do want to read that one. I would that would I'd quite like to read that. Well, the I Henry want... giving art skills to No. No. Don't I give bet that's a fan people of the internet. I was gonna say don't even don't even say it. Don't even acknowledge it. Don't give anyone that has access to an AO3 account any ideas. I bet it exists. Don't give anyone ideas. But no, I want to read the Mike and Will at the end. I want to read Jonathan and Will in Seth Boy. And I want to read Joyce and Hopper's first kiss, please. At Stranger Writers. I I just want to read scripts that have stuff written on them. <laughs> I, yeah, that would be really good if they could like scan it in. Like, a, like even if it was like the Duffers, like mass scripts. Oh, yeah. That would be I'm really cool. I'm now at the picky stage where I'm like, this is the content that I want. Yeah, give it to me right now well that's it <laughs> we'll be here to constantly update on the eight flicks netflix crossover that we never Drama. thought would ever happen maybe we should write a fanfic about that maybe it was actually enemies to lovers and there was only one script <laughs> <laughs> um Oh my god. Yes, but we will. We will be here reporting on the drama um, and also going insane, apparently, talking about these actual scripts. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We will probably be there. If we're not, let us know. Um, and you can talk to us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast or on YouTube and Tumblr at Hawkins Do You Copy. And at some point, hawkinsdoyoucopy.com. 
and at some point a Discord, which will be Hawkins Do You Copy. These will all be done at some point in the near distant future. We actually promise. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Hawkins Do You Copy podcast, and we will see you next time when Netflix have inevitably done something else. Over and out.